Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. With every monthly bill, like rent and car payments, you know exactly what you're getting when you pay for it. But health insurance plans feel like the total opposite. They're confusing and expensive. Then when you actually have to use your benefits, there are deductibles, claims, processes, and other red tape to deal with. But CrowdHealth puts you back in control of your health care. CrowdHealth is simple, transparent, and affordable. As a member, you'll get a personal care advocate who is with you every step of the way to help navigate the complexities of health events. They'll even negotiate bills on your behalf and could save you thousands of dollars in the process. Plus, you'll get access to thousands of other members who are ready to help pay for large health expenses. Experience healthcare freedom with CrowdHealth. Visit joincrowdhealth.com and use code HEALTH to get your first three months for just $99 per month. That's joincrowdhealth.com code HEALTH. CrowdHealth is not health insurance. It's a totally different way of paying for healthcare. Terms and conditions may apply. Trey Gunner, I just jumped off the porch with Dirty Glove Best. More sex, mama, more sex, that boy broke and I'm next, mama, huh? All right, today we got Trey Gunner in the building with us today. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fayetteville 2-6, check in. How you feeling today, family? Feeling good, man, feeling good. Rough out there, but I'm good to go. For sure, man. So what you out here working on in Atlanta? Man, I'm wrapping up. I'm wrapping up this tape I'm finna drop. Don't nobody even know. Just got done with the single, Mo Checks, going crazy. Um, Slider Tell It, about to push that, drop the video for that on all platforms. That's going crazy. I'm finna wrap up this little EP, little five, seven track EP. That's dope, man. So how would you compare Atlanta to working back at home? Man, what? Uh, man, the A, it's like it's black Hollywood, man. This is all a bunch of who's who's and who finna be who. You know, back at home, everybody kind of already in their field and category, you know. Everybody kind of already do what they do. It ain't really no room to grow and expand and stuff, you know. This shit here lit. This it. I like it. So for those who wouldn't know, what's life like back home in Fayetteville? Uh depressing as hell but it's cool though it's just you know it's a small town it's a small town ain't really a lot going on it is what you make it but you know it's a lot more opportunity out here it's a lot more plugs a lot of connections it ain't too much of that at, at home you know you kind of it, it's like being thrown into the wolves with no cell phone you just pretty much you gotta find your way if you make it you make it. if you don't nobody cares it is what it is. Oh, that's real. It's another statistic on the list. Boom, one bites the dust type shit. For sure. So how would you describe your childhood coming up in Fayetteville, North Carolina? My childhood? I mean, from what I remember, because, you know, I be turned up and shit, so I don't remember a lot. But from what I remember, it was all right. I ain't going to take nothing from my mother and my parents. It was They did the best they could do. You know, I wish I had... I wish I had better things. I wish I had certain things, you know, back then. Like, I got them things now. That's what gave me the motivation to get them things now. But, I mean, it was decent, you know. House to house, you know. Got into it with my people a lot. It was a lot of 
bouncing around from house to house, but that was on my own accord, you know, I'm not taking nothing from my parents and nothing like that. It was just, you know, rough for a nigga. Had to find them, had to find my way. Got them in the woods, like I said, had to find my way out there. Here I am, though. I made it out unscathed. Nah, for sure. So when would you say you jumped off the porch? When I jumped off the porch, like age? Shit. Shit, like 13. You know, hell yeah, like 13, my mom moved to the bricks. You know, yeah, the projects, for sure. That's when she moved to the bricks, and she used to always try to keep me in the house and shit. We used to stay at the top of the hill. It was like, don't go out there at the bottom of the hill, fuck with them people. And nah, it, it, won't, it won't no motion up there at the top of the top of the hill. I had to step out there, I had to go to the bottom, I had to go to see what was going on, had to make me some motion, and here I am. Then about 13, I jumped off that porch, I came out that screen door swinging. Hell yeah. Nah, for sure. Describe being homeless at one point. Describe being homeless? Oh, that's that's a low feeling, bro. That's a dirty feeling. That's a low feeling. Um, you know, the homeless thing is it, crazy because you know a lot of people say they love you, and when they find out, oh, I can't believe you was out there like that, or oh, you know you could have went to my house, and nah, until you out there in it, all that, you know, until you out there actually homeless on the porch. You know what I'm saying? Cause I was on the porch for real, my auntie house, right on the block, you know. She wouldn't allow me in, so my cousins used to, when she used to go to work, my cousins used to let me come in, take a shower, you know, wash, change clothes and all that. But yeah, we was on the, I was on the porch for real with a blanket sitting in a chair with a pillow. Sun up, sun down, for real. But that feeling ain't a good feeling, bro, especially when you in it. And a lot of people saying, oh, you ain't gotta do this. You can, you can always call on me and all that, that's cap can't call on nobody. If you ever make it to the homeless point, just know you by yourself. But when you come up out that point, it's gonna be shining and make sure you stay by yourself too. Straight up, you know. Nah, I fuck with that. So what would you say is the biggest life lesson you learned growing up? Biggest life lesson? You want something done, you gotta do it yourself. And don't depend on nobody and ain't nobody gonna do something like you. And if you want it done, man, do it. Fuck everybody, all the negativity, tunnel vision get it done. That's what I learned. Get shit done by yourself. Do it right. Keep it tight. Yeah. That's all. So when would you say you started making music? Man, I've been rapping for a minute. Niggas just been playing beats. Niggas looking up beats on YouTube, taking beats, throwing it on the A-track, or just recording. I've been rapping for a minute, but like making music, seriously, probably like the last three, four years, I've been really taking it serious for the last three, four years, actually writing songs, spending long nights in the studio, trying to make sure everything good, not just, you know, find a beat, rap, bounce it down, post that shit, you know what I'm saying? I was doing that for a minute, but making music probably the last four years when it got serious. Who would you say are some of your musical influences? Who influenced, no, nobody influenced me. You mean like who I like to listen to? Like nobody? Like you ain't grow up listening to nobody? Yeah, I mean, when I was a kid, I like 50. I was listening to 50. I was fucking with that G-Unit shit. Bootsy, Jay-Z, Big L. Um, I, I don't know why, I listen to a lot of up-top rappers. Like, I don't know, because that's how I came in the game on that, that battle rap and shit. That shit, I liked it, that shit. That shit intrigued me. I so you fuck with Smack? That Smack DVD, Jay Mills. Reed Dollars, you know what I'm saying? Cassidy, I like that shit. 
I ain't really listening to no mainstream radio person, but like, and he ain't even mainstream, but Bootsy and shit. Like when Bootsy came through, I was fucking it up. I was fucking with Bootsy and Webby hard. That's hard. So when would you say you started taking music serious for yourself? Shit, like two years ago. Two years ago, I just started like, you know, really putting in time and effort and money into it, you know, paying for studio time. Artwork, promotions, that was like just two years ago. I ain't understand, something wrong with my mind. I ain't understand how this shit go. It ain't how I think it is, like what I see on TV and Instagram. Now it's a whole nother process behind the curtain, y'all. How would you say you got your rap name? Trey Gunner? Shit. Stepping. Shit. Stepping. God, I'm not taking no bullshit. You know, motherfuckers gonna goddamn try their hand, but. It's all how you play it. What's the end result? That's how I got my number. Got I'm stepping. I ain't playing with none of these niggas. <laughs> For sure. How would you describe the type of music you make? Uh, well, the music I make now, hey man, I'm all on some positive, having fun shit. Like I, I make music for the bitches. I'm a ladies man. I like the ladies. The ladies love me, so I be trying to turn up, have fun. I be where the money at, so I know. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, about this music business, if my mind went right, I kind of understand how it goes, so I'm gonna make the music that the people wanna hear. I'm gonna make the music that's selling, the motherfuckers buying. We trying to turn up and have a good time, man. There's enough people dying out here, man. Coronavirus, goddamn, everybody got sticks. Goddamn, we trying to have fun for once. Shit. Nah, for real. How would you describe your thoughts on the rap game right now? Cap. Super cap. Let's take that back for the super shit. Super cap. Shit, it's a lot of motherfuckers I feel like that's on that don't deserve it. But who am I? I ain't on, so I can't talk like that. But I'm about to get there. Finna be on by the time you see this interview. Probably got them gonna be signing that deal. But man, this shit, it, it's cool, man. It's got some real niggas in it. They got fake niggas in it, just like any other game. You got real niggas, you got fake niggas. But I feel like the rap game might be a little oversaturated with the. Caps just look. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Too much cap going on. Shit like stepped on dope. <laughs> <laughs> what would you say is the biggest risk you took that paid off? I'm off the porch, y'all. I don't know what else to say. I mean, shit, what's understood ain't gotta be explained. We here. God damn it, was it worth it? Yeah. <laughs> you see, yeah. Like, damn it, you know what time it is. Gang shit, GG. What would you say is the biggest sacrifice you had to make this far for your career? Family, family time, kids, my mama and shit. I don't really, you know, the music. You know, trying to keep up with the bread, to make the music, something gonna lack. And in my instance, it would be like my family time. I don't spend as much time with my kids like I want to. You know, my people, people that love me and shit, you know, 
a lot of missed phone calls, missed texts. It ain't on purpose, but you know. Just At State Farm, we're committed to uplifting black futures. In collaboration with organizations like 100 Black Men and National Urban League, State Farm provides high school students with the opportunity to learn and apply best practice strategies for saving and investing, all while offering academic support, life skills, and exposure to college access programs to prepare these students for life after high school. Check out 100blackmen.org and nul.org to donate and learn more. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Be a lot going on. Shit, I own three phones. I'm one person, I got three phones, so be a lot going on. But, you know, I'm going to try to work on that more family time. And the people that love me, you know what I'm saying? Because whether you're related to me or not, I mean, family, like the people that love me, I'm going to try to spend more time with them. For sure. How would you describe the music scene back at home right now in Fayetteville, North Carolina? Uh, it's bubbling. I ain't gonna say it ain't a music scene. It's definitely a music scene there, but it ain't really no, ain't really no structure. It's easy to get into, easy to get out to. It's a lot of, it's a lot of people in the way, but you know, we getting there. We building to where it need to be. We need a little bit more time. People need to put in a little bit more effort. You know, a lot more investments. And, you know, I think we'll, have, we'll be where we want to be at. Why do you feel people overlook the talent coming out of Fayetteville for so long? Man, it's the, I think it's like the look, like the image. Like, even when you come through the city, like it looked like one of them cities you just passed through. Like you stop and get a burger and take a shit, you know what I mean? Like what's, what's going on around here, you know? It, don't, it might not look that way, but you gotta be from there to know what's going on there. But I would probably say just the image and, you know, how the people are, it ain't really that much organization. It ain't really no organization for us to put, come together to produce an image for somebody that's like, oh, look what's going on in Fayetteville. You know, everybody like, everybody in the competition. Shit, it's weird. That's home though, man. It wouldn't be home, man. That's home, that's just how it is. I love it though. For sure. Talk to us about your latest single, Mo Chase. Oh yeah, that, that fire, that, that's that fire. Um, shout out to QDH. QDH made a beat. He from Fayetteville too. He made a beat. We did that. Ooh, we did that shit. Man, I did that in my living room, man. I was on like, yeah, I couldn't even leave the house at the time. So QDH pulled and put the mobile stool, set it up. We bust that down in the living room. You know, we just be chilling, smoking, talking, vibing. Bro, whipped up the beat. We just did that. I know it don't, it don't seem like that, but man, man, I did that shit in the living room in the middle of the night, lit. Bought my own club to the living room. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. Talk about your previous single, She Wanna. Oh, yeah. See, She Wanna. See, it, 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 this thing with She Wanna, tricky. Like, that shit was gold. I had some little problems. I had a couple problems with the beat, getting the beat cleared, and copyrights, and then motherfuckers taking my hot song, and redoing it, chopping it up, and re putting it out. But the thing was, she wanted was basically like it was hard getting the beat cleared, and then I guess the video might was a little too subjective for you know public viewing. You know, I kind of I guess I took it back to BET Uncut. That was my favorite show growing up. That BET Uncut, 3 a.m. Buka, you already know. <laughs> but yeah, that yeah, that she wanted shit. It was pretty much the beat, man. That's one of them 
them internet, them internet hits. I can't even really promote it because the images and the copyright claim and all that shit, man. Damn. How do, so, so being honest, it's, it's, it seems that a Cam Cold Heart situation of him using the beat did affect your situation a lot. Alright. I don't like speaking on the dead. First and foremost, RP Cam Cohart. I made the song. Cam Cohart. I feel like bro might have watched it. Oh, that shit hot. You know, somebody in the studio might have told somebody in the studio to bring the beat up. They redid it. They put it out. There's nothing wrong with that. That wasn't my problem. My problem was the copyright claim that came out of nowhere where I'm trying to push it. Now I can't push it and then they pushing and promoting they stuff, you know, so I felt some type of way. I tried to reach out to bro, you know, I don't know if it's you on a bigger platform than me or the little guy versus small guy. I reached out to bro. I ain't really get no feedback on it. So when the whole Fuchsia's TV thing blew up, that was just me trying to get some, you know, some feedback like, yo, you took my beat, or I think you had something to do with my beat getting, you know, this copyright claim, and, you know, can't be in cam, you know, you know, if I did take it, you know, ain't nobody gonna do nothing about it, you know, like that. But I don't wanna speak on Cam Car. RP that man, man. He good. I ain't got no problems with Cam, man. The song done came out, it's over with. What happened, happened. We passed that. More checks, man. Slot to tell it. For sure. And on top of that, talk about your forthcoming project. The tape, I ain't got no name. I ain't got no name for the tape. I know the next single off the tape gonna be Slot to Tell It. We already shot the video. We shot the video here in Atlanta. You know, we put out the we put out the preview, full video finna get released soon on all platforms. But the tape, man, I probably have a name of the tape. By the time the interview come out, I have a name for the tape for you. But I ain't got one. But it's my first tape I ever did. I ain't never put out no tape. I ain't never put out a body of work ever. So I'ma drop this EP. I'ma just see how it go. Shit, they like the single, the single going crazy. So I'ma see how the tape go. We gonna go from there. Talk to us about your independent grind as an independent artist. Man, I'm the richest independent artist, man. What you mean? Been grinding for so long. I feel like don't nobody do it like I do it. You know, we doing all this stuff from scratch. Like mama's kitchen making biscuits. We doing this shit from scratch. Ingredients. Ingredients, ingredients, masterpiece. For sure. Yeah, yeah, independent grind. We the richest, GG, in North Carolina. For sure. I don't see nobody else doing nothing. I mean, I know some more independent artists, you know, they done came, they done went. You know, they had the ball, fumbled the ball. We here now, we ain't fumbling nothing. Would you ever consider signing to a major label situation? Man, the numbers right, man. I ain't, I be seeing a lot of funny ass, Fool ass shit going on with them paperwork and stuff. I'm open to the label situation. That'll humble me. I'm gonna be thankful. Be thankful that you won't give me millions of dollars. You believe in me to turn up like that. But if the paperwork ain't right, if the numbers ain't right, if the team, if we ain't feeling, if we ain't eating, then that shit a dug. Cause we can do this shit ourselves. We can put our own ingredients in this shit. Do our own promotion. Push our own singles and keep all our money. You know. So, but if the, you know, I know they can help. They got connections and they got a machine, but. Numbers gotta be right, bro. I ain't with the getting handled on the paperwork and stuff. I'm a business-oriented individual, you know? For sure. So what else are you working on right now? Other than the tape, I mean, 
other than my tape, man, I'm helping push my goddamn people, BRB more. He finna drop the album, him. That's finna drop soon. It's a listening party here in um, Fayetteville. My boy Juice Guy, he got some stuff coming out. My man's right here, he got some stuff coming out soon. He already, well, as far as the tape, he already got shit. Juice Guy LP, look him up on YouTube. Got them the tape finna come. We all finna just go crazy. Money Boys GG, we all coming. We all together, we on the one umbrella. Everybody playing their role, everybody pushing their own brand, but we on the one umbrella. And we about to take over all this shit. Come on, we get used to this shit. America, we finna come. I'm trying to tell you, get used to it. M. Any last words and shout outs? Uh, yeah, man, shout out to everybody back home. Fayetteville 26, Money Boys GG, BR and B More. Catch that shit that him dropping, Mo Checks dropping. Goddamn, AP, my AP management, man. Juice Guy, Gumbo Gang, yeah. Money Gang. I ain't miss nobody. I know I didn't. For sure, man. Appreciate having you today, gang. Hell yeah. On the porch, off the porch. Gang. More sex, mama. More sex. That boy broke and I'm next, mama. Huh? Don't flex. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Bada ba ba ba. At participating McDonald's.